Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor or a volunteer in your local church, Ministry in Motion, it's brimming with resources and great ideas for, for you and anyone else doing ministry in your local church. Our topic today is sharing Jesus with young people. And our very special guest is Mario Brassard. Mario, thanks so much for joining us on Ministry in Motion. Great to be here. Now, Mario, let's start with some personal questions. Okay. okay. How did you come to discover Jesus Christ in your own life? You know, I grew up in a um, Christian home. And uh, like so many other young people, I was, you know, I was raised to, to, to love Christ, to serve in the church. Uh, but it wasn't until I was about 14 years old, I went away to academy, boarding academy. It was a Christian academy and uh, high school. And there was one night, it's a very distinct uh, experience. Uh, one night I was laying in the bed and I was having a dream. In the dream, I was entering into a, a gymnasium. Mm -hmm. And in the gymnasium, there was a hand suspended in the air. And I remember this like it was yesterday. I, I was not afraid of the hand, but it was just a little weird. Mm -hmm. And I was going into the gym to play some basketball, but I met with this hand suspended in the air. Nobody, just... Nobody, just, just a hand. Okay. And as I moved closer to the hand, the hand began to lower itself. When I got to the hand, I climbed inside of it, and it began to lift back up and close. I woke up immediately after the hand closed because at that point I felt peace, but it was just a little weird. Um, I ran to my chaplain. It was a Christian academy. And I said, this is what happened to me. And he pointed me to a text in Isaiah in which the Lord says, behold, I've written you in the palm of, your hand, of my hand. Mm -hmm. And I really, that really resonated with me. Because given my background, not growing up with a father, uh, very present and accessible, and just in the type of community I grew up in, I said I needed something greater than myself, but I didn't know where to get this help. And it was God saying to me clearly as I look back on it, listen, I've got you in my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be your father. I'm going to take care of you. That was a very intimate connection that I had that lasted with me up to this day. Wow. Yeah, that's how I became a Christian. Yeah. Now, had you been praying or doing Bible study or anything like that before you had this experience? I can't say that I was. I, I, I read my word, but I was, I was a teenager. I was... Yeah. I, I can't say that it was a prevailing thought. It was a priority in my, my life to have regular devotion. Mm -hmm. um, but I did talk to the Lord, had a lot of questions, and he chose to answer them in that way. And uh, it's a blessing. It's, it's a true blessing. Mm. Yeah. And what, what's it been like after you had that experience with the Lord's hand? At 15 years old, I'd say the next year, that was my mm -hmm. sophomore year, um, the chaplain said, listen, we're going to local churches. I'm taking a group and we're going to put on the church service. And he said, and I have someone to do special music. And he went down the list, children's story. But he said, I need someone to preach. And I said, and he said, well, who will preach? No one raised their hands. Oh. And I was the type of individual that did not like to leave people suspended, hanging, mm -hmm. as I would say. And so I said, I'll do it. Wow. And I raised my hand and I said, what are you doing, Mario? You know, <laughs> you're saying this to yourself yes. as you're putting hands. Yes. It, long story short, 
I get to the sermon, I preached on the full, putting on the full armor of God from Ephesians, and I said before I stood up, Lord, if you get me through this one, I, I prayed one of those prayers, mm -hmm. I reversed it, and instead of saying I'll never do it again, I said I'll, I'll preach whenever you ask me to. Wow. From that point, from that day at 15 years old, I preached on the continent of Africa and all over the United States sharing the gospel. And so uh, over 15 years now, 16 years now. Wow. So that's what emanated from that, that dream when mm. I was 14. Mm. Uh, yes. Now, you, you have a, a ministry and a real passion for sharing Jesus with young people. Mm -hmm. where, where did that come from? You know, to be honest, I wish I had some elaborate, illustrious story for you. But the truth is, is I've always run from ministering to young people. You've run from I've it? I've run from it. I have, I would prefer to preach or minister to adults mm -hmm. um, or to individuals who seem more ready to receive. Uh, because young, the, that population is sometimes very guarded and, and sometimes very disinterested in the things that you have to share. Uh, because it's not a, a movie or it's not a theatrical experience, uh, of which we have more of that now. But I've always run from it, honestly. And yet God always puts me into position to minister to young people and, and then gives me success in the midst of it. So wow. I can't say that it was something that I said I woke up one morning and had a great passion to do. I, I really tried to not go that route, uh, but the Lord continues to bring me that way. So the re reluctant volunteer to preach, but the re reluctant youth worker, so to speak. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, and, but, I, but I've come since in the last year or more where I said, Lord, I know that I'm not, I'm not old. I'm not irrelevant, but I'll speak to young people as long as they'll listen. Mm. That's probably the greatest uh, revelation I've had. In, in, this, in this ministry to young people where I'm actually accepting it at this point yeah. and saying, Lord, I'll, I'll go where you want me to go yeah. with it. Now, you said that young people can be quite guarded. Yeah. Um, do, do you think they're putting up barriers as gen, genuine barriers or are they barriers there to see if others are really interested in them? That's it. I, I, I have to go with the latter of what you said. Um, oftentimes... Um, Christ is not packaged to, the, to young people mm -hmm. the way that he should be. See, yeah. Christ is a person, mm -hmm. um, and, and he's wanting relationship. But oftentimes, um, children are not guided into the cross from religion to relationship, mm -hmm. or, or I should say they, they see this Christianity as a religion, mm -hmm. but really it's about a relationship. Yes. And so they're guarded because... Many youth leaders or, or leaders in general want to meet a need of the young person so that they can get a message across. Mm. But when the young person, the way youth ministry works is when they see that you care, they'll listen to what you have to say. Mm. And so that's, that's, uh, that's how you break down some of those barriers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mario, we're so appreciative of you coming on the program, sharing Jesus with young people. What I'd really like to get to is the how-to questions. Mm -hmm. How do we share Jesus? Mm -hmm. How do we avoid some common mistakes that can happen when we're sharing Jesus with young people as well? So that's what I'd like to explore with you okay. right after this break. Right. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion.
Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is sharing Jesus with young people and our very special guest is Mario Broussard. Now Mario, looking at your experience with ministering to young people and sharing Jesus with them, mm -hmm. let's begin with the, the mistakes. Mm -hmm. what, what are some mistakes that people can make as they attempt to share Jesus with young people? Oh, wow, so there's two that come to mind. The first that I'm gonna say is, uh, first off, many times individuals try to share doctrinal beliefs with young people in, in hopes that they will find Jesus through that. And, and, and I believe that that works. I believe that Bible studies are very important, so I'm not knocking it. Mm -hmm. But I wanna be very specific and clear. There's a difference between doctrinal beliefs and Jesus. You know, Jesus, the person, embodies those doctrinal beliefs. He, mm -hmm. he lived out those things. Mm -hmm. But to introduce them to the character of Christ um, through, and we'll get into the second point, which brings me to my second point, sharing the character of Christ by living that character out in your life. Okay. The, those those um, principles of patience and forgiveness um, are vital to this to that population. They want to know that they're accepted. Um, and those are all things that you see Jesus doing in the Gospels, mm. uh, accepting Lazarus, uh, um, uh, Zacchaeus and, and other individuals who may have would rub them, him the wrong way, you know, exactly. giving Pharisees and Sadducees time and time again opportunities to understand. And that's what young people need. They're no different in many respects than adults mm. in that, you know, they just, they need the same things. They, but they need to see the character of Christ being played out in our lives first. Mm. That way it's real. They can know that I, I can preach a sermon, but I can also play basketball on the court. Yeah. Um, you know, I can host a prayer meeting, but I can also play a video game, you know, and as long as you, you use discernment as to what that child needs, meet them right there. Okay. So those are some of the mistakes we make. We, we really try to package this one size fits all uh, in, into our ministry to young people. But you really have to have an open mind and, and allow the character of Christ to shine through you genuinely. So really what you're saying is, is that... Uh, not, not having the right priorities at the, the right priorities at the right time. Yeah. R rather than concentrating on specific teachings, biblical teachings, mm -hmm. emphasize Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Now let me ask you some more how-to questions. Sure. How do you do that? Tell us some of the best ways to do this. So I, you know, I, I guess I alluded to it just before uh, previously. It's really just living this out in your life. So I'll give you an example of what really impacted me. I had a dean in my academy who was a Christian, uh, a godly man, but he, he knew that he could not just impose his thoughts and beliefs on us because children tend to see you go one way and want to mm -hmm. go the exact opposite, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and it may be because of an experience they've had, mm -hmm. but you know, he would call us up to his apartment and he would fix us a meal because he knew that we didn't want cafeteria food. Okay. So he's, you know, so he says, listen, I've got this, just eat, come eat with my family, mm -hmm. you know, or uh, he say, hey, we're going skating, you know, we're going to go skating or we're going to go bowling. And you wouldn't think that in skating or bowling, you would find this this conversion opportunity. But really and truly, there are little nuggets that you can plant. 
mm. of truth, of, of principle, of, of mentorship as you're engaging in these opportunities, these little activities. And then what it does is it builds the confidence and the trust in the young person in you because they say they like some of the same things I like or, or they're not just so strict that they can't have any fun. And it causes them to want to listen to what you have to say next. Right. Because they've trusted um, themselves with you in the things that they love to do. So when, when a, a young person does trust you, mm-hmm. what do you say next? Oh, wow. When they do trust you, um, you can begin to give them insights uh, about what you see their need is in their lives. Okay. So you can say, you know, I noticed... Um, you're kind of a sore loser when we were playing basketball. You have a temper, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to work with you to improve that. And, and especially in the Christian context, you can point them to Jesus okay. and you can say that's a great teaching moment for you to say, look, look at how Jesus handled this when he was being persecuted. Look at what he did when this happened. And these are some of the things that I see that you can accomplish in your own life. Now you're getting personal with them. Now yeah. you're connecting on a, on a, on a deep level. Mm. And they trust you because they know that you have their best interests in mind. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and what, what comes across there, Mario, is the degree of courage to actually care enough for an individual mm. to be able to confront them with some of those issues. Yes. That's a courageous step. Yes. But, you know, it comes, from, it comes from watching how intentional Christ is on saving me. Mm. And he's courageous. He, he will do things that I don't necessarily want him to do to get the point across for my salvation. Yeah. And so when I see that he's so committed to me, it really gives me that extra oomph that I need to be able to do that for someone else. Yeah. yeah. So paint a time picture for us. Okay. About how long have you been spending with an individual before you'd do the, 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 the caring confrontation? If, if, if your care for them is genuine, it could be somewhere between a week and a month. Wow. You, because when someone sees that, you're, that you genuinely care about their well-being... It doesn't take very long, especially in a world that's so cold and, and so put offish, standoffish. You know, to, individuals are, are wanting to have someone that they can gravitate to and, and that who cares for them. Mm. So, you know, depending on what's going on with this young person, it could be three months, six months. But if, but more than likely, if they're in dire need, they will, they will clinch to you uh, fairly quickly if yeah. you show that you're genuine from up front. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, 99% of the relationship is love, sharing, giving. Yeah. And then when a person comes to a, an issue, can I help you with this? Yeah. And so it's, it's coming from the context of, of love and support and care yes. and, and growing that person. Yes. May I say this? Sure. I, I, I want to say, and I want to be intentional about our leaders today, oftentimes we complicate our ministry to young people too much. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes we want to put on elaborate conferences for them and we want to take them to and, and spend grandiose amounts of money. Um, but really and truly, it is just showing them the love of Christ and meeting them where they're at. Yeah. And, and 
and giving them stability, knowing that they can call or text you mm -hmm. if they're going through something. They may not use it immediately, yeah. but at least they know that you're serious about it. It goes much longer, a, a further way than a conference or spending a lot of, of money. There's a place for that maybe, mm -hmm. but we've complicated uh, youth ministry uh, way too much. Thanks, Mario. Mm -hmm. Our topic today is sharing Jesus with young people. When we come back, we want to explore some case histories where Mario has shared, effectively shared Jesus with young people. Stay there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is sharing Jesus with young people and our very special guest is Mario Brassard. Mario, share some case histories with us. Are there some times when you've been particularly blessed yourself mm. as a result of sharing Jesus with, with a young person? Oh, oh yes. Um, wow, there's so many. Um, one in particular uh, was a young lady mm -hmm. and, and I've, a young lady that I really, uh, I was her chaplain when I was the, working at an academy and she came up to me and she revealed to me that um, she had a history of cutting herself oh dear. due to just, uh, it's depression, it was yes. depression. Yeah. Um, and you know, she would do that to try to take her mind off of the pain that she was thinking about in her past mm. and uh, had a rather lengthy conversation with her and it ended in prayer. But before I ended that in prayer, um, I, I was reminded of the, the passage in Isaiah that he was wounded for our transgressions, uh, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of his peace, where our peace was upon him. But, but, and by his stripes we are healed. Yes. And I, I quoted that text to her, and I said that, that Jesus was cut and bruised so that you don't have to be. Yeah. so that you don't have to do that for yourself, mm. that, that he offers a healing to you. At that point in time, this was not a sermon. Mm -hmm. This was not a, a conference. She just gave her life over to the Lord. Wow. Uh, prayer happened, and she said, I want to be baptized. Wow. She said, and, and I wasn't looking for that, but this, just watching the gospel work, uh, the good news of Jesus Christ work right there in that moment. It blessed my heart uh, so much. I, I'll never forget it. I'll That's a powerful it. experience, Mario. I'm so glad you were there for that young woman at that time. Oh, yeah. Now, I guess there are times when the, the young people do offer quite a deal of resistance. Mm -hmm. um, share with us an account of how you met that resistance and hopefully how Christ conquered that resistance. Sure. Um, I remember preaching at a church one time. Uh, mm -hmm. for, it was for a youth day. And I could tell that just something was not right in that place. And I was preaching. Um, and I, I, I was not gaining. I, I didn't have that feedback from them. It wasn't that I was looking for them to say anything. But I literally watched them pull out their phones and started texting each other or others right there in the front row. They had put all the young people in the first three rows and so in hopes that they would pay attention. But here they go texting, talking to each other and laughing right in the middle of the message. That is resistance. It's resistance. And uh, I had to, I'm in the middle of my message. I had to stop and I 
I called out. I said, this is spiritual warfare. I said, it, it looks disrespectful. I mean, here I am in the middle of the message. I said, it, it's disrespectful on all accounts for you to be doing this, but I know that this is spiritual warfare. And immediately I said, we need to have a word of prayer. Stopped in the middle of the message. We had a word of prayer and I said, listen, give Jesus a chance. Mm. I'm almost finished with this message. Give Jesus a chance. I have to report that after about 15 minutes later, I had to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. uh, Young people don't have a a, a long attention span, but that's not all bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I watched two individuals come to Christ after the remaining portion of that message. And I can sit here and say today it was it was nothing but the Holy Spirit because I didn't have it in me. They were texting when I was Mm -hmm. talking. But Mm -hmm. when I really handed it over to God, his word says it will not return unto him void. Exactly. And he fulfilled his promise there. And I think we do need to keep that in mind, don't we? Like it's this is not our message. This is not our culture that we're wanting to enforce on young people. Mm-hmm. This is the beautiful message of Jesus Christ himself. That's it. The message that comes from Jesus, and it's about Jesus. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Now, watching Ministry in Motion, there's a number of pastors and parents, mm-hmm. and at times, myself as a pastor and a parent, we, we can feel intimidated, mm-hmm. you know, with reaching out to the kids. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What, what would you say to us? to encourage us, to, to, to reach out to kids, to share Jesus with kids, even if there is some resistance there? Um, you, you, you alluded to it just a minute ago. Uh, you said that it is not our message, but that it is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, we've been commissioned mm-hmm. to spread this gospel to the whole world, and that includes young people. So my first thing is to say don't shirk or don't sh- uh, shrink from the opportunity to to, to to spread that message to young people. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone is going to accept it. Of course. And it's the same with young people. Yeah. So first off, don't, don't, don't shrink from, sh- from spreading the message. Number two, be yourself. Mm-hmm. They have already accepted you for who you are. Children, you know, they talk. Yeah. And they say, hey, that's the way he's going to be. That's mm-hmm. the way she's going to be. But, but, but the third thing would be do some introspection and find out. Now, I really need to emphasize this. Ask yourself what it is about me that may be hindering this message going forward to some young people. Do I need to conform to something? Do I need to have a different mindset toward how I approach them? Um, What does my appearance look like? Do I need to change? Do I need to put on jeans as opposed to a suit, Mm -hmm. depending on the circumstance? Uh, Be yourself in your personality, but also ask yourself, what can I do to be to, to be able to come to their level. Uh, not that there's a high or low level, but to yeah. be able to meet them where they're at. And to connect. And to connect. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. Uh, he humbled himself, the Bible says, mm. and made himself of no reputation. He did that all for us. And so that's my, that's my counsel. That's my advice. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mario. And thank you for joining us on Ministry in Motion. Come and visit us on our website, ministryinmotion.tv. There you'll find an array of resources, helpful resources to help you grow your ministry. 